nothing. But the host, Chris, and Chris. the master of the fade. That's right. That's Chris Merseth oh, on the no, fucking mic. A that's a fade. Speaking of fades, this is a special haircut edition of Not For Nothing. Mm. We got a couple of fat-ass fades over here on the yeah. mics. Yeah. Um, Summer Us. Summer Us, short and cute. Mm. Uh, we're also drinking Modelo's. Uh, this is our, we've broken our streak of non, non-drinking non shows. We're drinking again. Yeah. We're back on the wagon. Needed one real bad tonight. And nothing satisfies you like a big like a, boy Modelo. It's a big boy for sure. Grande, uh, well, what's boy? Oh, uh, I don't know actually. I never took Spanish. Bebir. <laughs> <laughs> it's something like this. Anyway, uh, before we offend too many people, uh, we did nix the idea of doing a post Cinco de Mayo show, knowing that we would not be able to get through 60 minutes without saying something offensive. <laughs> so congratulations to us for recognizing ourselves. Yeah. Um, Chris? Congrats. How has your, uh, your week been? This is a late night, and we're doing this on a Tuesday late night uh, because we have no regulations anymore. We do not have... No, we got no rules to follow, Chris. We've got no... Uh, federal regulations holding us back. We yeah. can say whatever we want. Damn finally. the FCC! The FCC got nothing on this uh, shit. You can't find us. You can't find us. Come on, <laughs> we're pirate. Yeah. We're pirate shit. Yeah, we're on a ship. Uh, you don't even know where. Yeah, we're on a boat. We're just we're on a jet ski actually. Yeah, just outside of Battery Park City. Oh. We're just bouncing around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're on the back of a jet we're ski. Like back to back on a mm-hmm. jet ski. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is I'm holding laptop. It's complicated. It's awesome. If you hear if you hear splashes, mm-hmm. that's somebody. That's just probably me giggling afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> splash. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this weekend sports, lots of things have happened. I don't know what happened, Chris. Well, you're gonna. Have to you want to start with baseball? Oh yeah. Do you have anything to talk about about baseball? because uh, you know I sure shit don't. Check your notes, check your notes, check your notes. Nothing? Okay, no, I got nothing. great. Yeah. Uh, I do know that there oh, was... Oh, you know what? I do have something. Okay, what's your I think we, need to, we, need to, we never got the chance to do that uh, for this Major League season, but we have to say hello and goodbye to Ichiro. Oh, right. It's, not, it's, it's more like hello and so long. Mm. It's not goodbye. Mm-hmm. Ichiro has been given an office He's assignment. i leave my he has not retired. No. Well, uh, he was batting under 200, I think, yeah, for the season. Maybe, yeah. The Seattle Mariners gave him a position uh, in the office to work on his swing. They, he, it's not an official retirement. He's just got a desk job. I've never heard of that in my entire life. Well, and that's why I feel like this is just an easy way for him to, quote unquote, not retire, but re- be retired. Like, he's, I don't think he's going to get another, he's not going to play another team. He won't, he won't he's play, not this play for season. An, but I, even next season, I don't think that he's really. He might get. I think a he'll try out or something. I think he'll try. It'll only be with Seattle. Maybe. My yeah. question is: Is is he getting his full salary for this year to do like some weird like hitting coach? job? I believe so. I don't even know if it's a hitting coach job. I think it's just he's just hanging out in an office. Somewhere yeah, because he's not super good at English. So I wonder how good he is actually, at teaching. Actually, I think he's actually really amazing at English. Really? Yeah. He just he's been hiding it for the last twenty years. You think? But yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's there's been like. Uh, rumors and I think some stories and and even once in a while I think you can catch him like yeah I've interviews. heard he gives a great interview yeah yeah and he'll he'll sort of talk he'll in private I think he talks English very well like it's I think it's when he's sort of in the public spectrum he chooses not to he's he's, just, he's, a, he's kind of an odd dude he's a dragon there's no doubt about yeah. it one of the few major league baseball players who's ever got to have um, essentially a nickname allowed on his on his jersey since the seventies I think back in the day you could they used to do nicknames all the time. Oh, man. Uh, then they've since put the kibosh on that. But because Ichiro was known as Ichiro in Japan, mm-hmm. uh, even it's though his, his last name is tr- t- would be technically Suzuki, right. uh, Major League Baseball let him put Ichiro on the back of his jersey. How can you not? How can you not? Yeah. Uh, pretty cool, though. That, and and like, like his English, it's a mystery why he gets to allow those things. I consider, personally, because Ichiro is my favorite baseball player since Mike Schmidt, mm-hmm. I think he's the greatest hitter in the history of the sport. Personally. Yeah, fuck Pete Rose. I think he's got more hits than Pete Rose. I technically, over the course of his career, he I think he outpaces him easily. Yeah. I mean, I think you could that's do... Including, that's including... Um, Japan. In, yeah, the J- Japanese League. Right. But um, still, I, you know, whatever. 
I mean, he was the what? He was rookie of the year and MVP his rookie I season. So. Uh, nine-time Gold Glove glove winner. That goes with that's neither here nor there. No. The he's much nicer and all-time singles league. Uh, singles? No, I don't even know if he's. Did he get that? I no, don't think so. Not. He no. barely cracked three thousand. He's all-time hits in a season. Yep. And he is also much nicer guy and better character than either Ty Cobb or oh, combined. Pete Rose. Yeah. 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 Uh, I just love whenever the whenever like when he when he officially had the most hits technically all time uh, internationally. I think it was last season. All the sports radio guys like lost their mind. They're like, it doesn't count. International doesn't count. Sadahara O has more home runs than anyone else. Like that, shouldn't he be the all-time home run leader? I mean, mm, technically, maybe. Maybe <laughs> you he know? also didn't play in the major leagues, so it's sort of that argument. I could see that one maybe canceling itself out. I, uh, but the fact that Ichiro came here and played in the major leagues and very and successful, dominated and a, yep. and a high rate of hits in the time he was here. Will Ichiro make the Hall of Fame? Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. Oh easily. First ballot, right? Um. You know, that's one of the well, things about baseball I hate. If it was basketball or football first ballot. If yeah. It, yeah if I could see him just barely making it the first yeah. time. Because a lot of people are like, well, he dead. doesn't really, yeah. you know, yeah. he's, he's a forward player or whatever. Until blah, blah, Robin Yount gets in the yeah. fucking hall. Right. Like, no one ever gets in the first time. Paul Molitor still yeah. isn't yeah. in the hall. He got right. 3,000. Is Paul yeah. Molitor in the hall? Yeah, thing? he is in the hall. Okay. Thing, though, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are all 3,000 hit? Folks Ooh, in the Hall of Fame. Good question. I think there's 19 or 21. Good question, huh, Peter? Peter John. Yep. Uh, is there a 3,000 hits guy not in the Hall of Fame? Would be surprised. I would think. Um, I'd be surprised. Maybe I think the only people would be then the guys who have gotten three, but they haven't been in the Hall of Fame yet, like the, in the last couple of years. If there's a guy who's, you know, like it's a technicality, maybe as an answer. Or they're cheaters. Like Pujols, Pujols just got 3,000 hits. Who? Your Pujol guy. <laughs> Who holds? In, uh, so, t- I mean, he'll be in the Hall yeah, of Fame. So, right. I don't think there's Even anybody. though he's a huge cheater. I'm 99.999% certain there's no player who ever has gotten 3,000 hits and never made the Hall of Fame. Peter John, we're going to look to you for that right. information. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, speaking of Peter John, I saw him this past week. I was in Pittsburgh. Oh, yes. This nice. is the great state of Pittsburgh. He said he admitted that he was slipping a little bit, but it was... I think I think there was some jealousy uh, when it was announced that Peter John was officially our intern, in the room of other people that were surprised a that there was a podcast at all, oh. uh, and b that Peter John was officially our intern. Are these uh, other people your friends? Yeah, not really good friends though. Yeah, kind of well, shitty friends. What I'm asking then why don't they know about this podcast? I don't know, but they all of a sudden all wanted their own podcast as soon as I. Oh, they want to do their own podcast. Yeah, well, yeah. good luck with that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, see, uh, it. see yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, good good mm-hmm. luck. Good luck. Putting it together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to and basically... And having an intern as great as Peter John. Exactly. Impossible to find. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also have to like kind of um, shirk uh, certain responsibilities in order to keep this thing up week after week. Yes. You definitely make your loved ones uh, angered mm. uh, and embarrassed. Mm-hmm. I, for one, ditched my wife tonight in order to do this uh, late night with mm. you. Uh, I sort of did too. And that is just an expected part of this. Uh, yes. So big ups to our families um, who yes, are are oftentimes neglected because of this podcast. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes brought uh, information about them brought up which they probably didn't want uh, brought up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, you know, good on them for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Peter John, anyway, was, 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 among, was amongst me when the Sixers blew that uh, game four, or sorry, game three uh, in Philadelphia a couple mm-hmm. nights ago. Yep. One they should have taken home. Yes. Ben Simmons single-handedly dismantled the Philadelphia 76ers. Peter was sitting by my side, uh, openly rooting for the Celtics because he is uh, basically a Celtic. He embodies the Celtics. He is a Brad Stevens sympathizer <laughs> to no end. Did you and he likes that fucking monkey from Washington State with the fucking man bun, the ginger, the oh. horrible, horrible human being <laughs> who tries to come at fucking Embiid like he could throw down. The guy who disappeared last night into thin air because he is a useless human being. He is a fucking Steven Adams wannabe. What's that guy's name? Tarty Tarnton? <laughs> Where's he fucking from? Sir yeah. Avery Cash? He's, he's a, uh, he's a uh, Kiwi. He's, a, he's another one. He's a Kiwi. He's a down ender. Mm-hmm. He's a Fumunda down ender. Mm-hmm. In the, in the long the, lineage the of down great under. fucking down unders, uh, Andrew Bogut, mm. Steven Adams, and then what's his fucking hump's name? Guy soon to be on the fucking Memphis Grizzlies, whatever his name is. Can you think of it? Went to Washington State, your alma mater. Anyway, Peter John loves that guy too. <laughs> Aaron Baines. 
Aaron fucking Burns, the fucking human douche. Now, why am I drawing a blank on the, the greatest all time? The guy who could just like hit three pointers. He never really made it in the NBA. From Australia? Yeah, back in like the 80s, early 90s, maybe. Oh, no man, idea. Craig Hodges? <laughs> Craig Elo. No. Um, ben Simmons, I guess, is also technically from Australia. Yeah, he is. He is. Uh, can't knock it too hard. I guess he can't knock it too hard, although he did shit himself a pretty good game. Chris, I have to admit something to What's you before that? we go any further. Yes. You I have watch. not watched the last two games, Sixers Celtics. Okay. Well, let me fill you in. Yeah. One, Philadelphia should have won. Uh, had Saturday. A, Say, Say. Uh, they just threw that game away, like like just passing the ball. Literally, Simmons passed one on one play. Simmons in the down the stretch in overtime. Simmons passed the ball to the opposing team to Al Thornton. Horton, what's his name? Uh, Thornton Mellon. Al, Al Thornton. Al Big Thornton. Al. Yeah. Uh, that was in overtime to seal it. Uh, re- earlier in regulation, uh, JJ Redick threw the Celtics the ball uh, to give them the lead. Luckily, Bellinelli scored a two-pointer, which, if he would have just taken a step back, would have been the game. Alas, Philadelphia loses game three. Last night, TJ McConnell gets the start. Mm, hot rod. Pe- the old pepper pot. Ah, fucking you and the goddamn <laughs> pepper pot. Chris <laughs> loves the name it's pepper kind of pot. Per- it's kind of working. Kevin McHale has officially taken credit for, for everything TJ McConnell's ever done by nicknaming him the pepper pot. Which will never stick and is stupid. Yeah, first of all, I don't think anybody else caught on to that. And it wasn't McC- it wasn't McHale, it was it was the play by play guy. Oh really? Whatever. Who was like who just referred to McConnell like the first game or the second game as something to akin as a as a pepper pot. Whatever that is. What the fuck is a pepper pot? I don't know, but I like it. Look and, it up. And it works I for know him. You like it's a pot it. full of pepper. <laughs> I fucking hate it. I know you do. But uh, it, it kind of seems to work for the guy. Well, and he, I've been trying to make this stick ever since. Well, something worked because he got the start last night, had a career-high points, 19, uh, or a career-high 19 points. <laughs> I'll try to speak uh, sequentially from the rest All of the right. show. That might forward. be a good idea. I'm just so amped up. You are. Uh, uh, let, let me ask you this, Chris. I don't want to bring you off this high. Yes. Well, you won't be able to. Okay, good. Uh, because um, I've... Well, actually, let me take a step back. Okay. There are three... So Toronto's out. Yes. They're gone. In grand fashion. Lebronto is maybe one of my favorite hashtags oh, ever. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's so good. I loved... You can't really top I, it. I love DeMar DeRozan. I hate Toronto. There's I'm even so a glad. Wikipedia page now that's like, it's Lebronto. Really? And it has like facts and figures of, like, of all things. It's so I wonder... Great. Here's another thing for Peter John. It's a great troll job. I wonder who has the best career record against LeBron James in the playoffs. Ooh, yeah, good question, right? Michael Jordan. Somebody might ha- has to have his number. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Scotty Pippen. Um, uh, anyway, I w- I just wonder that. So I, there's and there's got to be an easy an easy look. Someone has to have a decent well, career playoff record. Put it this way: LeBron. he's gotten. Is it Steve? Is it is it Curry? Is it Steph Curry? Maybe I mean it's it's he's gotten to the final seven times in a row. Yeah, he's um, been beat. He's been beat four of those seven times, right? I think he's won three championships. Yes, right. I think yes, it's three he's won of three, seven. three of six. No, three of seven. He's been seven times. He's lost four times. Sorry, you're right. Okay, of course. Sorry. Yeah, so yeah, whoever's thinking. beat him those four times, which would be Dallas. Uh, San Antonio, San Antonio once, yeah, and the Warriors twice. Golden State twice. So I bet you. So that means he's got eight losses to like Iguodala, who probably has a couple more. Maybe like in the Sixers era, maybe a win here. Yeah. Or there. So I mean, I guess it's like so. You're you're not talking teams. You're talking individual players. Individual players, not teams. Yeah. Yeah. Then I guess it's got to easily be a uh, Golden State. Guys, I'm just time he's played it. So that's so that was my point. Then is like he's been to the finals so many times in a row, but so many different teams. Yeah, that you can't really count any Eastern teams because he basically just beats them. Right. So it yeah, it's gonna have to be it's gonna have to be by default like Golden State. Right. As a team, unless it was like the, who did he take like with Orlando? Who did he used to play back then? He didn't play on Orlando. Or, I mean, uh, sorry. Um, that's that's Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, when Miami. He, uh, no, when he first. Um, oh, when he was on the Cleveland, Cleveland the, the first, first time. time. Yeah. Uh, I feel like uh, the Celtics had his number. Yeah. Um. Right? Wasn't it the Celtics that always beat I don't him? Remember. I think it was the Celtics like beat him twice. It might be 
It might be like someone like uh There might be early on where he just had to face a couple of teams like the first couple of years and but it he might took be Cleveland Paul to Pierce. the finals that one year early on though too, so I don't know with that Did garbage he? team. No he didn't. Didn't he? No. Am I getting this wrong? Yeah. He his first finals was was Miami against against uh Dallas when he shit the bed there. I guess my point is I've heard a lot of talking heads that are saying no one's had a good career. No one's had a good playoff career against LeBron. But I bet you there are some people, some players out there. I mean, define good, like, barely above 500. Just a record. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'd say above 500. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. Most people suck against LeBron. But it can't be everyone's bad against LeBron. No. No, it, I mean, no, but it's, yeah, but there's no one I, you can't say he's been dominated in the playoffs by, like, one single team or person. I think one person probably has beat him fairly frequently. I don't know who it is. That's why Peter John is on the case. So, with that, I want to... Are you looking it up? I'm trying to look it up as we go. It will be impossible to look up. It's kind of hard to... um, It will be impossible to look up. Yeah. You don't have to do it. All right. Fair enough. All right. So, I will say this. Toronto, having lost, definitely feels like the Knicks... Or the Pacers um, against, you know, that the, were the decent teams against Michael Jordan. The teams that, like, if there was no Jordan, right. they would have made some finals. Yes. That's how Toronto feels to me right now. Like, Toronto, I feel like, could cruise against any other team, but Cleveland or, Cleveland or LeBron, for that matter, has their number. Yeah, I guess it's just a bad matchup for them. It's a terrible matchup. But but I'm not sh- I'm not sold that Toronto can get past you know Brad Stevens. Yeah, or I mean last season or this season or the three, maybe not. two years ago even. But you why know, like, do you think that is? I I just don't know if Toronto has it. Like I, I I look at I look at Lowry and DeRozan and then I mean they you know they were playing I guess okay early on. I always on. think Lowry's kind of shitty. Yeah, I, I I do. They're not they're not you know, it, it's it, it's players like that that give superstars a bad name, right? You know what I mean? Like, just because they're the best players on a on a team that happens to be Toronto, we just assume that they're they're two of the top players in this league. When in fact they're not probably superstars. And I think we had this conversation before. Well, superstars are very different than all stars. Right? No, I, I, that's what I mean. But like, everyone expects so much from those two because they think they are the best of the best. When Maybe they're just second tier. You know, they're kind of it's kind of the Kevin Love effect. Do you think do you think Toronto is a a third great player or third all-star away from being a championship caliber team? Like I, let's say they had a LeBron James. Not LeBron, <laughs> no. I mean like a like a Clay Thompson. I I'm not even sure that would work for them. I I I guess what I'm trying to say is is or DeRozan and, and Lowry might be the second and third options. They might be better at second and third options. Where well, I think Lowry is. A, I think there are ten better point guards in the league than than the right. Kyle Lowry. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that's my point. And DeRozan's still pretty good, and I like DeRozan a lot as a player. I'm just not sure he's he's the guy yet. DeRozan instead of Covington on Philadelphia is probably a better fit. Maybe he's a better second. Like you said second or third guy. Yeah. You're like I don't know how good his defense really is. He still can't really kind of get a shot. Like, I, and he's and meager. I, I, he's a meager player. Right. Like, for them to get their asses kicked last night was yeah, not like, a great they keep look. Running these those, those weird, stupid, just rub plays, and then trying to force something up and passing it a few times, and then it goes nowhere. And and I was, and this was a couple games ago before they got swept, and I was like, what what is their offense? What are they doing here? And how does DeRozan and Lowry not just basically take that ball to the hole? Wasn't that what Lowry's supposed to do? To. Yeah. Isn't that Lowry's or thing? Or shoot threes. And they weren't, you know, or they can't make threes. They were like forcing bad threes, not getting open looks. And I'm just like, if you're that good of a player, any other player who's like, you, you can force the action and force the scoring basically on anybody you want. And they can't do that. And that's what makes, I feel like that holds them back a little bit in my mind. So I agree with that. I would also like to point out that on this podcast, we had talked about Toronto before the playoffs, and I said, and maybe you agreed with me, maybe you didn't, I thought that their bench wasn't as deep as everybody thought they were. Yeah. And I think it pe- played out. Besides Van Vliet, like, they really didn't have that great of a bench, and now people are saying they're an overpriced bench, that they're going to have to shed salary cap. They are. Where a fucking month ago, they, were, they had the deepest fucking team in the league. Now where are those people talking about how deep the fucking Raptors are when they couldn't beat a team that probably has... 
four true starters in the NBA. Corver yeah. maybe is a true starter. I don't even know. Kevin Love Still. by name is. LeBron, Tristan Thompson probably starts on most teams. George uh, Hill, I would think, maybe. Nah, George Hill and fucking He started the JR. last couple of years, different teams. Okay. Yeah. JR's not. So I think there's four starters on that yeah. team. Yeah. Hood doesn't want to play anymore, so apparently he can No, be a and starter. Nance is garbage. So there's four fucking, there's four players on that team that are true starters. I mean, one of them is LeBron James, who's the greatest player in the history of the world. Right. I mean, but he's f- basically five starters, so right. It's like, but no, no, no. There's no, no doubt about that. But I'm just saying, like, t- t- to just toot my horn. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I, the Raptors didn't prove to have much of a fucking bench well, at see, all. And that's, and, okay, so that's what I want to bring up is I hate that narrative when everyone's they try to find something positive to put on a team going into the playoffs, and everyone's like, "Oh, Toronto's so deep." Yet in the playoffs, everyone pairs their their roster down. Yeah, to about eight players. Seven, yeah, eight yeah. players probably. Absolutely, max, yeah. Except for like maybe Brad Stevens. Sometimes all of a sudden he'll just throw guys in randomly. Blah right. blah. But um, and and Golden State too because I think they're so deep that they can just kind of play guys yeah. whenever they want to. Iguodala but outside of that, like, you usually pair your roster down, so you're you're playing basically three extra guys. Yeah. Off your starters, so it's like your your bench. You, how no matter how great your bench is or how great you think the bench is, it really doesn't help you too much in the playoffs. Excellent point. Excellent point. So I don't know why everyone was pushing that on Toronto when because it when became you something know, that became the rhetoric. Right, and when became, it becomes right. the rhetoric, it does, and then it just like, falls oh, well, into they have the a great bench in the regular season. Obviously, that's going to translate to the it's playoffs. It's an easy when thing for Charles Barkley to say, yeah. because he hasn't been paying attention right. to basketball. And I think, and I like Dwayne Casey. I, I like him. He, I think, he, he was an old Sonics assistant guy, and I've always liked him since that those days. And I think he's a good coach, but I do too. To, but to to be able to do that then now in the playoffs and figure out your rotations and how to play guys and De, and DeRozan and Lowry come off the court at the exact same time. It's weird. It's weird, right? Yep. Like you have no other scoring option, yep. and you pull your only two guys. It's off a the weird. Bench. It's a weird thing. Zach Lowe actually wrote about it today on ESPN. You'll see the article because he's talking about how Brett Brown does these crazy rotations with the Sixers. How even though there's a 16 point. Uh, differential when Embiid and Simmons are on the court at the same time, they're rarely on the court at the same time. Yeah, that they that that he staggers. He those. Needs, you need to. It sounds. It seems like and you it's, do. And it's the only way. If those are your two scoring options, and primarily that's Philly's thing too. It's like it's basically the offense runs through those two guys. I would say probably at least ninety ninety five percent of the time. Right. You know, and you can count Redick in there, but Redick's coming off of screens and picking rolls or whatever, and kind of getting you know helping get his shots off. So. You, you, Brett Brown is smart, and that's why I like him as a coach in that sense because he he knows he's got to keep one of those guys on the floor almost at all times. Right. Casey somehow is not figuring that out, especially when you don't have a proven third score like we were talking about. So I think in that sense, like you were saying, they need a third guy to be able to take some sort of the scoring load off the thing. Yep. However, in my mind, you need a, you need maybe someone better than those. I, I mean. Well, who would that third person be? It's not like a Kyle Korver. It's not a JJ Redick. It's not just a pure scorer in my mind. I think Kevin it's someone Love. who's, I think it's someone who's long. I think it's someone who's like got that like quote unquote freak ability. They need that guy that's like seven feet who's or, a stretch like, whatever. I I that can yeah. play off of Valachunas. Totally. Yes, they need they need a they need a, they need someone who can just shoot threes, just post up in the corner or on the sides and just shoot knock down threes because they don't. I don't think they have a really great three point shooter on that team. I don't know. Who DeRozan's is. getting better. Lowry is good, but he if he's seems open. to disappear in yep. the playoffs. So I think if you just had a knockdown guy who could who could sit over there and you can kick it out to him, if you had Kyle Korver on that team, I think it would help immensely. I think you could be right. I mean, I, initially like, I thought no, that it's not just the he's three. He's not necessarily. A, he's, he's not to me. He doesn't move around. No, enough. he doesn't. JJ Redick moves around enough that he can like. Redick come would be off amazing ball. on that team. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it's someone who can, who needs to get their shot off. I agree with that in a sense, but someone. A, yeah, like a stretch four kind of dude. Like Abaka's not quite that guy, but he's. If you had a better shooting version of Abaka, I think that would be that would be that would be pretty awesome. I mean, I don't I think, think Kevin people, Love would actually be really. Good I, in that I kind of think you might be right, and I I was kind of shitting on it a second ago, but it might it might. <laughs> I mean, Kevin Love. I was Kevin Love game first, Kevin Love game seven against the Pacers. Uh, when in the fourth quarter, when LeBron needed time to rest, he gave him time to rest, and he and he made like I think mm-hmm. three buckets on an otherwise shitty scoring night. Um, I saw a glimpse of Kevin Love. I haven't watched much of the last two games. I watched last night about a half of it. Love looked amazing. Mm-hmm. I guess he's been really good the the game before. Is Kevin Love the kind of player that could go to a town like Toronto and really like want to play there and win, or is Kevin Love Maybe. just done? Uh, no, um, 
See, I, I would want to play with LeBron the rest of my life. I mean, he signed up. He got his he got his fucking chip. Yeah, he got his chip, man. I I think honestly, mm, I mean, that's a good question. I don't I don't know Kevin Love. I don't know who what he his personality. I is. don't either. He seems like he's kind of a bit of a different dude at times. Um, I think he might be kind of a kind of an asshole. He might be. He might be. He, he if they win enough games, he, I I I wouldn't be surprised if he was happy like in Toronto being that like because he would be a bigger third option than he is. Well, they got to get second option to LeBron. They got to get rid of Ibaka's fucking contract yeah. in order to get something. I don't think like that's LeBron. too hard to do. Yeah, you know who they should get. Well, they'd have to Brooke motherfucking Lopez. You know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, bring him off the bench. He's your second unit. He's scorer. all right. He's all right. He's a great option. Let him fucking fire away at three point mm-hmm. three pointers. Mm-hmm. That's not going to take you to the promised land. No, but it's gonna. Uh, I don't know what's going to do. Actually. Uh, you know what? I th- well, you know who you know who benefited from the the last time Toronto needed to dump salary, the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, you got fucking Carroll and a first first round pick. Yep. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't curse anyone i wouldn't want to curse anybody with serge Ibaka, but it's gonna probably take a first round pick to get move him away to move him away yeah Which you might even toronto's future could be fucked if they're just trying to like scratch through another two or three seasons i mean unless you're willing to take but lowry's not gonna go anywhere no one wants that fucking salary no, he's, he's, he's old he's getting too old now and he's fat inside he might be skinny I, now but he's fat yeah, inside he he's a yeah he's a chubby bunny on the inside yeah. um I don't know if anybody would take Valanciunas. I'd love Valanciunas. I like him, but I, I just don't know what he's worth. Man, I want him in Philly, but wouldn't he be great in New York? Would he? Yeah. Valanciunas and fucking and the unicorn as your mm. four and your five? Maybe. I don't know. It, it's weird. You have to have a New good York coach. Has, New York has all of their fucking future first-rounders. And Fizdale, which we have not talked about oh, yet. Oh, I know. I want to get... Yeah. Um... Uh, see, but no, but they like they have maybe Cantor doesn't opt out. Oh, speaking of Cantor, yes. Did you see what Cantor was? Banter with Cantor. What, did you see what bantering Cantor was doing <laughs> yes. of late? Yes. What I was did. it? I heard something about it. What was it? Trying to talk LeBron into coming to New York. That's right. Who also, by the way, to tie it back into you, uh, Fizdale apparently is very close and tight with LeBron James himself. Boom. Shaka. The chips just keep falling into place for you, Chris. I'm telling you, dude, if it fucking happens, you hear it here first. Oh, hell 100%. yeah. Oh, 100%. I, will, I will get down on my knees. <laughs> It'll never happen. Uh, even Enos Cantor's like, version of trying to entice LeBron I love was like, kind of shitty. I love it. Yeah, it's just terrible, <laughs> but I love it. He was calling him the queen of New York right. or the princess right. of New York. Right. But now he's like, oh, if you really want to be the king, you know, yeah. come here. Which is brilliant yeah. it is and it's great and i love it but it's still um lebron I'll, doesn't I'll, also I'll lebron up, doesn't I'll care about like one percent now of the chance of, of so of it's one percent yeah. versus zero yeah. percent i don't the thing is like lebron doesn't want to coach uh which i think it makes it difficult for lebron to play in any city mm. like mm-hmm. la or philadelphia because yeah. he can't fight he's, got he's a lot not gonna be able to fire to luke balton he's not gonna be able to fire Brett i would Brown, really I love to see what he does with this cleveland tre- team in the offseason uh, well, we will see. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I dude, I fucking trades he makes I honestly can't wait for the fucking finals right now. I mean, as much as I want to see Philly like try to scratch their way back into this, and then I'll, I'll ask you my original question mm. in a second. But the finals, I mean, I'm really fucking into this Cleveland team right now. Interesting. I think they're fun. Yeah, I, LeBron. I, I'm really LeBron's enjoying fun. LeBron's fun. I'm enjoying LeBron right yeah, now. Yeah, you are. It's I can't help it. I never thought I'd hear those words come out I of your know, mouth. I know it's crazy, but he's like. <laughs> He, I don't know, he, he, he made this statement where he was like, just give me my boys. Yeah. He's like, give me Kyle. Give me fucking, give me fat, yeah, fat on the inside love. Give me fucking JR. Mm-hmm. Give me Tristan. Mm-hmm. That's all I need. All those other dudes got fucking benched. Whatever. And it's just like his squad. It's fucking crazy it's that bonkers, he could do man. that. It's bonkers. It's- there are so many coaches that have been fired for losing to LeBron James. Not just the LeBron James, the player, but LeBron James, the coach. He has outcoached so many coaches. I mean, you could say that it was Ty Lue. You could say that it was fucking Spolstra. But at, at the end of the day, I think it's LeBron James that has gotten so many fucking coaches fired. Yeah. No, you... you uh, yeah. And it's going to happen in I Toronto. I don't even know what to say. Yeah. The, he is the coach and, and part president of basketball operations on that freaking team. Yeah. He and he should be. You know what? He should just. I, I thought about this the other night. It was like you know all the speculation. You know, does he does as he involved in this and players and trades and ideas and all these things. He should be. He should just be. 
he should be player coach like Bill yeah. Russell was back in the day. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't that be how amazing would that be? A guy like in the last sixty years that hasn't happened or something? No, and I bet you would start a new trend in that yes, happening. Right? I exactly. Think the players. Although I think he's one of the few people who could actually pull it off. I, yeah, I, but don't you guys like Carmelo would want to do it nah, all of a sudden? But, you know? but, but I could see like oh, who's that fuck? I can't think of his name right now. Uh, from Minnesota, then Boston. Jimmy Butler, super skinny guy. No, no, no. He's retired now. Why can't I not? How can I think of his name? Come on, like player, MVP, yeah, player. He's retired now. Super skinny. He he won a championship with Boston with 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 Chris Paul and Ray Allen, and he also played in Minnesota. Come on! Oh my God, why am I drawing a blank on this? Do you know what I'm talking about? Come on, no, this is crazy. Super skinny. I feel like, yeah, dude, come on. Yeah, I'm trying. The to guy here. went went ape shit when Boston won the fucking championship and like molested that fucking sideline reporter. Like, oh was spinning all that crazy game with honor, dude. Oh, everyone, Kevin Garnett. Was, Kevin Garnett. Jesus. Kevin Garnett could have been a player, yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah, coach. Yeah. I know he wants to be GM. involved. Yeah, Kareem probably would have been good at it. Maybe. I don't know. I just I feel like LeBron. He, if he isn't already, he should he should just be. And I think it would be amazing, especially in a place like Cleveland, because that would just be the ultimate like media. And Cleveland would give him the keys. Attention. Yeah, exactly. You know, just let him do it. Let him try and see. And the only thing I can think of is that he just doesn't want that much well, pressure. Well, I feel like he can't be player operations or a general manager because of the conflict of interest of him owning uh, agency. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, that could, be, that could be true. Uh, if he didn't own an agency, I feel like he could, because otherwise he would just be signing his own players. Yeah, which, which he's would, doing which, anyway. Would, right, which isn't that smart necessarily. So right. it hasn't worked out so far. So it, it would really be interesting to see, or if he just puts like his his right-hand man in there or something as like the G, de facto GM or something, but right. he's basically the one you know yeah. calling the shots behind yeah. the scenes or something. They're so. like whoever runs clutch. Yeah. Um, so anyway, let me get to my qu- original question. Yeah, okay. There are three teams left, or there are three series left open right now. Uh, one which is being played right now. We're not looking at the at the scores or anything. Um, but of the three series that are left, yep. Boston, Philly, Jazz, uh, Houston, Pelly's fucking Gold Warriors, State, yeah. all of which are three and one. Mm-hmm. Predict for me what is the final outcome of each of those series? All How right. many games? Yeah, Golden State in. Uh, one more game. And Golden then, State, they win tonight. Yeah, it's, a, it's, one, tonight. it's yeah. done. So four and one in that one. Four and one in that one. Uh, Houston Jazz are tonight. Yeah, I think it's in Houston. Houston. Houston's Houston's gone through. They're so, gonna win. Okay, Exum Exum and Rubio are, are too much. Yeah, the Houston got Houston, uh, or I should say Utah got lucky there. The one game. Yeah, they, they. I don't know how they. I'm they, honestly surprised that either one of those teams have won one game. I think they just kind of. I, I, the one I watched a bit of the Golden State one they lost, and they you could just they just didn't have it. They had a bad night. I think they kind of threw it in early and were just like, whatever, we'll give them one game, take right. it. Houston, which is crazy that you can do that. It is playoffs. crazy you can do that. Houston, I actually I watched. I don't know if I watched that game or not, parts of it at least, but they they just looked bad. Utah looked amazing. It, it was just a total role reversal on that night, and it was just it was a it was just a weird one of those weird things. And Houston's just not going to let that happen again, right? And they haven't so far. Right. So, so Houston in in in, in was this game five then? Yep. Um, so five and so two to the both the west west teams. Okay. That that's settled. Okay. The east. The east. Philly, Boston. Yes. I know Philly's down three one. Yes. They won the last one. Yes. Are they in Philly again, or they go back to Boston? Boston now? tomorrow night. Boston tomorrow night. Philly wins that game. Yep. Is three two. Yep. I think Philly's figuring out how to play Boston and how to how to play in a series, and I think Brett Brown is figuring out how to how to be a good coach and find rotations and play the players that needs to be he needs to play yep. at certain times. And not being afraid to bench some of his bigger names. Exactly. Like Simmons, yep. play McConnell the whole yep. night. Don't pull him out in the last two minutes of the game yep. and blow it. Yep. Uh, those kinds of things. So I think Brown, and, and this, is, this is where I was like, Brown, what are you doing the first couple games? To now I'm kind of turning around going, all right, all right, I think he's, I think he's a good coach. He's, he's learning here on the fly, and he's, and he's adapting They're quickly. still shooting like shit. Right. They're just playing better defense. Right. I, yeah. So and points in the paint. I honestly believe, in my heart of hearts, Philly's coming back and winning this series. No. I totally believe it. No, yes, you don't. I do indeed. No, you yes. don't. 
Chris. They're still the better team. Chris, I want to say, uh, wow, I wish I, I could I agree with you. Making, I think they're going to rebound on this one, and they're just, they're gonna, it's going to be one of those shockers where everyone's like, oh, no one's ever lost, like, you know, three up 3-0 or something like that. I, just, it, I can see the faces of Rozier and Morris as they lose game seven because those guys are such, have yep. such whiny faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick question on Morris. If, they, if neither of the Morris twins got tattoos, Markeith could play for the Celtics, and no one would no ever one would fucking know. know. No one would know. Right? Yes. He could totally do that. I'm 100% confident. I don't even yes. know why they got tattoos. That would be such a fucking would be awesome move. Yes. Uh, I'd like to say Philadelphia comes back and wins. I hope they do, but I think they, in typical Philly fashion, blows blows it in Game 7 Okay. Uh, in Boston. But the fact Breaks that they can make heart. it back to Game 7, though, at this point, is still pretty it's still pretty great. Well, so my point is, that, and and you really exemplified my point, is that if you if you ask anybody who pays attention to basketball, and they and you say, is there any way that any of these teams come back from down from three mm-hmm. one? Everyone still thinks Philly can. Oh yeah. Compared to the other teams, and that's the competition right. definitely. Uh, but it's also Philly. It's also the way that these games have been played yes. close. Yes. The way they seem to have been their own master Worst of their enemy. own demise. Yep. Uh, it's exciting. I mean, I will be fucking laughing our heads off when Philly gets fucking their asses kicked in Boston because that fucking place is insane to it play basketball insane. in. Totally. It's crazy. Those fucking fans. I mean, compared to and, – and Embiid said this. Was it Embiid or Ilyasova? Uh, said, like, oh, we haven't played against a team with a home court yet, uh, meaning that no oh, one showed up for sh- Miami. Yeah, 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 I saw that, yeah. Uh, and it's true. It like is. You, it's, it's like just it's, watching from Miami home – Half empty, half yeah. the most of the nights. It was yeah. like, come on, what is this? Yeah, no, it is. And uh, Boston's a totally different crowd. The whole thing. Yeah. I mean, it, it's great, and it, it is a tough place to play. There's just something about this team. I feel like it's just, it's just kind of they've been sleepwalking a little bit, and I think they're starting to finally wake up a bit. Also, let's not forget the fact that a four-game win streak is not that out of the question for Philadelphia. No, no, not. They've at won all. four in a row this yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and if you get Boston on their heels, they feel like a team that will self-destruct. Maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I Boston, I can't quite figure out if they're really that good or if they're just kind of I will say, I will right say Al Big Al is a great basketball player. He is. I love that they're dude. Steady. I've got so much fucking respect for him ever since this, like, I mean, since the All-Star break, honestly, since the All-Star game. He, to me, was one of the best players in the All-Star game. The last player selected. Uh, he plays with a chip. He's won two fucking rings. Uh, with Florida in college, he knows how to win. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like there's a, there's just something to that guy. I uh, there is something to him. He's a good I player. Will, He's I very will, underrated. I will be. I think it's kind of win win in a way. I mean, I'd much rather watch Philly in the next round. Yes, but it will be fun to watch LeBron James kill the fucking Celtics. It will be amazing to watch. <laughs> it would be amazing. How everyone's hero, Brad Stevens, and has no way to out coach fucking LeBron. Isn't James. this isn't this crazy that that. Everyone was basically saying there's no way uh, Cleveland can make the finals this season. Right. And and they're... Now, and after I mean, a seventh game, they got brought to the brink. It's a four-game series, and all of a sudden, they're the favorites. Yes. It's yep. crazy. It's crazy. It's amazing. One series against Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why you... you I, I don't know why so many people knock and doubt LeBron James. This is why I don't gamble on the fucking yeah, NBA playoffs. Right. It's just at dumb. All. That's why we. I, I don't have not wanted to talk about it at all because no. it's like it's not worth it. We haven't. We. I have Lines, not placed a anything. single bet no, on the NBA it's playoffs. Too yeah. It's too crazy. It's too crazy. And, the, and the, ones that you, the ones that are obvious ones, those are no fun to bet uh, to bet on anyway. So like, why even like pick Golden State or Houston? Because, right. Yeah. What's the point? Right. Uh, I mean, it's. I don't know. It'll be interesting because I think you're right. I think after after tonight, there will be one series left alive. That'll be Boston Philadelphia. I think that which is all eyes will just be on that series. Do you think like, the NBA wants to go dark until next week? Well, that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, it's it's yeah. it's um. I mean, it'll, they'll be dark until next Monday if they. If I this, think they don't. They won't have to worry about it because I think Phillies gets just. I think gonna you come might be back right. here. I, mean, I don't know. There's something I I got a gut feeling here. Yeah. Well, TJ McConnell said it last night. He said the. I mean, their backs are really up against so the he wall. So he got, he he got his he he McConnell got sideline reporter. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. As the like player of the awesome. game last night, uh, and the interviewee asked him, and it was actually a really good sideline uh, back and forth. Like the Q and A, the questions were good. His responses were good. They seemed to respect each other, um, which I think a lot of times if you have a more seasoned post game interview, mm-hmm. they're kind of just like go through the motions. Yeah. yeah, but he was like actually answering the questions, and she asked like what you know what statistic 
what statistic like kept you in this game throughout? And he said, like, our coach, Coach Brown, said, we've got nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. Before us, it's zero and one one twenty nine. Yeah. That's how many teams have been against a three and zero def- deficit. And so we really are playing with nothing to lose. It's it's kind of awesome, and it's exactly what Phillies always it's what they're good just, at. I could see this they're team good at nothing that, to yeah, lose. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Why not? Just did he can can McConnell shave his hair off? No, he's got a ba- he's got his his hair's back to normal. It's a little bit better. It's it's still kind of Hitlery youth kind of a thing, isn't it? It's 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 been that way all season. Yeah. He and fucking Dario. Uh, yeah, have terrible hair. Terrible hair. Reddit can pull off the Hitler youth thing because he's bit. more racist. <laughs> yeah. The other yeah. two, and it's a little more gelled though too, so yeah. it like stays a little better. Yeah, but it doesn't I, flop over to the side so much. I I think McConnell's finally figured out his hair. Sarich has got a whole other thing. He's also got like you know the cleft palate, so his face looks kind of fucked up all the time. Yeah, in the in the in the in, uh, in the yeah, thing, in yeah. the yeah. So I don't know. I the I'd say. I mean, in, he's got it, the dirty Euro trash look down pretty good. It's crazy. Can I ask you this? <laughs> yeah. Is it a Philly whitewash when? And if you for our listeners that don't know, a whitewash is when you have all five of your players on the court are white, Oof. which is rare to see in the N- NBA. Uh, you only ever see it with the with the New England Patriots uh, in the NFL. <laughs> Baseball, the, I don't know if it's or happened. the Celtics. Yeah. Uh, so Back in the day. Philly, Philly whitewash is Redick. Uh, it's not even McConnell. I don't think. I think it's Redick, Sarich, Ilyasova, Bellinelli, Bellinelli, and Simmons. They call it the internet. He uh, Brett Brown calls it his international lineup. Oh, okay. Simmons being half black is the only thing keeping that from being a fucking whitewash. Yeah. That is a four and a half whitewash. Yeah. It's a four point five on the whitewash scale. That is fucking crazy to see. I, it makes me very age. uncomfortable. <laughs> it makes me very uncomfortable. I hate when it, that lineup's on the court. And it oh, came back last man. night. I saw it against Miami, but it came back last night, and I was like, ah, the whitewash is back. Why can't? Why won't he just put McConnell in and just complete the complete it? I mean, they're close, right? If McConnell keeps playing instead of Simmons, I think it's going to happen tomorrow night. I <laughs> see it. It's too short. I don't think they go that small ball because in that in the when they do it like that, mm. I guess that means Ily Silva's a five. Yep. Yeah, Bellinelli. Then you basically are running Oof. four guards. Yeah. It could happen. Could it could? I it would. I would really happen. love to see it against Cleveland in the fine in the conference finals. It should happen in Boston in the Garden. <laughs> Harken back the. They gr- would appreciate the glory it, days. Yeah, uh, I Chris, think they start rooting for the team actually. Where are we with time right now? Uh, we're, we've got plenty of time. Forty-three what? minutes. Yeah. We we're forty-three in. Okay. Um, I have a question. The time is. I want to go back to I want to go back to two sports. If we're done with basketball, I'd like to sort of just go back to yeah. We can go back to anything you want. Well, baseball, my major league baseball. Wow. Because this is a topic that I don't know a lot about. Okay. But I've been noticing is a huge trend in baseball. Okay. And that is, and I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Um, Cincinnati last night, I think reported fifteen thousand fans in the the stadium. We've talked about this. Live reports say there were about two thousand people in that stadium, Mm. maybe three. Beat the White Sox. Yeah, yeah. So Cincinnati seems to be one of the lower teams. There was also a player. Oakland played the Strohs last night. One of those player. One of those teams had a player that had six hits, which is a pretty rare feat. Oh, yeah. To have six, go six for six. and I listened to the last hit of the game. And I think it was a blowout. I think it was like a 16 to nothing blowout. Of course. You could hear in the replay <laughs> the number of fans in the crowd. Like, you could hear, like, individual <laughs> clapping. <laughs> that's Major League that's Baseball, a, man. That's impressive. That is, why are there 162 games when you – I mean, it's crazy. Like, where are they getting money? Where's the revenue? Like Local TV contracts. It's got to be, right? Uh, no, it is. They're, they're – it's the one thing that baseball has is just local TV contract money, and it's it's insane. It's regional. That's why it's all regional because it's regional sports uh, sports networks or something. And they, they've been paying for the last ten years. They've been paying this incredible amount of money. And some of the teams I think have been reinvesting, buying into parts of these sports uh, regional sports networks and stuff. Oh, really? So yeah. the teams are buying their own networks? In a sense, yeah. Like I know That's Seattle. Ted Turner used I, to I do that, right? The Mariners just did it like a year or two ago. I mean, Ted Turner owned TBS, right. and that was like right. their local but broadcast. I think some of them right. have been sort of 
buying part part of at least some of these networks and stuff. And so that seems kind of cheating. Kind of cheating, but also maybe kind of brilliant because you basically are just paying yourself right money, and you can pay you know, and, and it's hundreds of million dollars of you know over ten years or something. I don't know, whatever it is. I'm it's probably way more than that, but yeah, it's kind of yeah. Just, so I, they don't need I, to worry about fans in the stands because they just have fans just at have, home. They, well, yeah, they have the they have the the. Broadcast rights or whatever, I guess. Right. So for it's okay. eighty-one games right. or whatever it is. It's just no. It's in, it's incredible how how can you dumb imagine a fucking ba- is in this sense? Can you imagine a basketball game, a professional basketball game? I mean, I went to some games. I mean, my I went to some games. In, I went to some games in Philadelphia. The ten-win season, the lower bowl was never empty. It was always sold out. Yeah. The upper deck would be sparse. Yeah. Still on a fucking team that is tanking. Yep. You still 2,000, 5,000, even 10,000 people is put, unheard of. They trusted the process, Chris. That's not what I'm saying. Know, I'm, I'm saying the you. same thing happened no, in, no, in Boston, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in Brooklyn this year. I went oh, to some, a couple of Brooklyn games this year. Brooklyn was you know sparse at times. It was sparse, but I'd never see the, anything but the upper decks yeah. not sold out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not at least 80 And that's just the product that is not – I mean, baseball – Cincinnati has no excuse. Pittsburgh is the same same thing. Like it's a walk to the stadium. Yeah. It's not like we're talking about Shea Stadium or mm-hmm. Yankee Stadium where it's a fucking mm-hmm. commute. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Cincinnati where you can literally walk there from mm-hmm. anywhere in fucking Cincinnati proper. The tickets can't cost anything. So why don't people go? And I'll tell you why. Oh. Baseball great. sucks. Oh. Baseball what? sucks. Yeah. No one wants to fucking watch it. None of the games no. mean anything. No. You're right. You're gonna see if you miss the fucking game tonight, you'll see the same fucking team tomorrow. Right. It's not like you're gonna miss like you they play three fucking games in a row of the same shit team. You could literally turn on the television and have two random teams go on there, and you could probably make it through a couple innings going not even like knowing who the teams are. No. You know what I mean? Like you could just be like who I don't And not feeling like either one of those teams cares. Yeah. And the only reason playoff baseball is exciting is because the crowd gets into it. Because there is some excitement in the fucking at bats. I guess. I used to think that it was bullshit that they did that one game wild card playoff, especially because they played 162 games. I don't anymore. I think that they should have their backs against the wall. I think that there should be a one game playoff. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's stupid. I just I I I scratch my head when I see that people are. Wh- I mean, it's a f- it's a field trip. Yeah, it's a field trip. Right. Like how are how is no one going to any games? And the uh, the obvious answer is the product is garbage. I yeah. I, I mean, well, it's like all they keep trying to speed the game up and make it more interesting and all these, but they, they make them they come up with these dumb ideas and like pitch clocks and all these other stupid uh, mound visits and stuff. And that actually hasn't improved. Oh, I'll give you a mound visit. Yeah, I bet you will. It hasn't even improved the pace of the game. It's actually the, the length of the games are the same as last season. And yeah. They tried to shorten them. We are like talking in circles. It's like, this is the so dumb. You guys can't bullshit. figure this out. And yep. I don't know what the answers are either. Baseball for like, should just accept its fate as yes. tennis. Yes. It's going to be as watched by tennis. It's going to be as admired as people that watch tennis. Like great, It will have a click. It's a great point. It will have a click. It will yes. have the people that are into baseball. Yeah, and there'll be the people that are like, "Oh, when baseball like comes through, you know, your town, like yeah. the U.S. Open, like yeah. maybe it'll having be a, a thing you'll watch." Yeah, we're having a round robin tournament. Exactly, we're having a yeah. round robin. Bring hot dogs and popcorn. And Otherwise, I just don't get it. Uh, it's yeah. gonna be, it's gonna go by the way of tennis. It'll always be a professional sport. It'll always come up on the radar every once in a while. It'll always have players that are interesting. Yeah, a few times here and there, but it's not. But Jesus, man! It's why we don't want to talk about it every single week, even though we we have been. I'm glad. I'm glad we have been because it feels like a fun thing to do, and it's it feels fun to, for right to smash because it. it's the it's the it's the one or two like fairly interesting storylines. But we're not talking about like we're not talking like basketball, like the games themselves, right? And you know, like that kind we're of talking stuff. the story. We're talking about the sport, we're, yeah, or or the story surrounding the sport and stuff, which is far more interesting than. The oh games yeah, themselves. there's there has yet to be a. a an episode of Not For Nothing where we're like, did you see that game last night? Right. Like, I mean, I got one guy had a no-hitter a couple weeks ago. Like, we didn't even why talk are about we going to talk about A guy that? talked to, I just told you about a guy that went six for six, and we were only talking about it because no one the was con- there right, to see the context, it. Exactly. So it's like, the, the achievements in baseball just don't seem that impressive anymore or something, too, right? It's like, you throw a no-hitter, you get six hits in a game. Like, big deal. So. Like, th- those don't seem like crazy. Like, if Steph Curry hits 10 three-pointers in a game, it's for some reason that's just more exciting, and I don't know if I can explain why. Maybe it's just us and our and our natural inclinations to the sports. But I used to love baseball. I did too. 
I had, I did too. It's such a weird thing to be like, I don't love a thing that I used to love. I'm it's bored like, with it now. Yeah, it's, it kind of like became skateboarding. Like I used to be really into skateboarding. Oh, yeah. I'm not into yeah. it anymore. <laughs> um, which is weird. And here's an interesting segue. When I was in Pittsburgh, the uh, Penguins were in the playoffs, right? And oh yeah. And uh, you know, I was talking to Peter they John, were. the intern. And well, they were exactly. Yeah. And he's like, you know, since I've lived here, they've won two championships. I've probably watched like a handful of games. Right. Like, so if you're not hockey's, into it, hockey's just as boring. I think. I I actually would probably rather watch hockey games oh, now for than, sure. than baseball, right? Sure. Okay. But but I don't want to. No, no, I don't find myself. No, I've I tried. I think, I've tried I think to watch Pit- the playoffs. I think people, at least my friends in Pittsburgh, are wa- going through the motions of watching the Penguins because it's what people are doing there because they don't have a basketball team, yeah, ultimately. Right. And so it's like, oh, yeah, Pens, like, here's the team. You know, it's, it's weird to see them not really care. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think – I think Capitals – fans are way more excited about beating the penguins than the penguins fans are devastated about losing to yeah, the caps. I can see I can see that. I can see that. Like I, I And good on the caps. I hope they I hope DC gets a fucking championship because it's not gonna come from any, any other, other sport. sport. No, exactly. I, I totally agree. It's uh, definitely not gonna come from the Washington Redskins cheerleaders. Ooh. Chris, did you hear about this? I did. It's and fucked up, dude. Did not read the article yet. Read the fucking article. I'm scared it is to. Yeesh, dude. Jeez, I mean, they fucking hoed those tricks can you, out, can man. You just start a, a call an escort service. Basically, you can't make ladies go on dates. And like, and like, you can't take away women's passports yeah. when they go on fucking right. team trips that they're forced to be on. You can't make people. Pose naked and have the general public Watching in the you. fucking. Yeah. That is fucked up and so f- and the team is still standing by it instead of everybody being fired in typical yes. Washington Redskins mm-hmm. fashion they're oh, going to fight Snyder is not he is not They are so this. Donald Trump they are just going to mm-hmm. push back and mm-hmm. be like that's just how it is yep. and they, we wow, know what's going to turn they, out they know what, they were, doing. What, what we're going to find out is just like Donald Trump you can get away with that oh, shit Oh absolutely it's oh, fucked up Yeah oh, and because they also found like oh like we talked to two or three of them who said that that never happened to them Great Yeah didn't happen that's to all, all of them. That's like that's exactly they like when they brought out selected. the fucking the Indian chief to say that he didn't dislike yeah, 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 the name yeah, Redskins. Right? It's yeah. the same rhetoric. It's fucking Donald Trump. It is Donald Trump as a football team. Ugh. Donald Trump, the embodiment of Donald Trump as a football team is the Washington Redskins. That fucking story, and I know cheerleaders have been mistreated, but that fucking really is bad. I mean, that's like, a, that's really yes. offensive. I mean, there's there's the whole other issues of of them not like being paid and compensated well over right. the years, and there's a couple other lawsuits I still think that are pending with some of the other teams and stuff for stuff that are is more in line with that. This is just light years, and they're not denying it. No, it, and, but they're not. Oh my god, it's just I, it. Oh, it makes me mad. Infuriates me. I was debating whether I wanted to even write this down in my notes to talk about this because I was like, I. I Read the article. I can't, yeah, I can't. read the article and let's and let's see if anything d- develops in the next couple of days because I feel like it's important for this show to be a voice of the cheerleaders a little bit. No one else is. Let's let's be those guys. Seriously, I, I want to. Yeah, I, yeah. I, maybe we'll, can maybe we? we can go in de- a little more in depth. In this I'd like the next to go a little weeks. in depth. Yeah, because uh, we'll do some research and uh, take down the Redskins. Yeah, because I'd love to take them know, down. Fuck the name. Fuck the <laughs> owner. It's ridiculous. Fuck and the whole thing about them. It's terrible. They shouldn't even have a team. No, at this point, no. I just, oh man. I, How much more do you like Kirk Cousins now? <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know what? Honestly, he's an okay quarterback. Whatever. I have supported him and had his back this whole entire time about his with the contracts and the negotiation and him wanting to get out of there for the last three years or whatever how long it's been basically because it's like the way that they keep just like dicking him with, around, dicking around, toying with him, yeah. and saying he's not that great a quarterback, but then keep franchising him. But then him. ultimately got him the biggest payday in sports history. They, 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 well, they I mean, them. yeah, they didn't. They, didn't, they, they end up with nothing. Right. He ends up with a huge contract. They couldn't, they couldn't franchise him for a third year in a row because it would have paid him like $50 million. Exactly. Like, You're, you guys are so dumb. Yeah, they're terrible. You guys are so they're loose. never going to win. The old, you know what they actually, the ultimate, I don't know if it's irony or whatnot, but I saw a story that was, rumor was, so Bruce Allen is the is the president of, of operations for the, for the Washington Redskins, of right? Course. And he's he's a legacy. Not his, Paul Allen. No, his dad was an old football guy two years ago, and this guy's basically just been living in his dad's shadows. His dad, I think, was a hell of an executive way back in the day. All right. And this guy's just living in his shadows. But he was also 
part of, I think, Tampa and Oakland organizations at one time. Okay. And he was there. I think he works. He's worked with Gruden, so he has a connection with Gruden, uh, 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 John Gruden. The other Gruden. Yes. So now that Gruden is back with Oakland and, and the Raiders, yeah. the rumor was that Bruce Allen would go work with Gruden in Oakland now. Oh, really? Yeah. And this is the same guy who... who I Allen, forgot Gruden was Allen is Oakland. the same douchebag who just fired their most successful general manager they've had in probably 20 years was Scott McClaw. Oh, whatever, of course. How he was saying his name. Yeah, yeah. Because he has such an ego because no, he can't let anyone else control this organization so well and make it successful that he has to do everything shitty possibly... Like he he has like basically all he cares about is like business dealings and, and making money for this organization and now the success of the football team, but I find it, and then he came out and said he's like oh I'm I'm never I'm not leaving the Redskins I'm you know I'm not gonna you know like he, he's like I got stuff to do here basically and all you know, work to do here <laughs> this guy is such a douchebag I just I wanted him to leave get away ah, but then again I'm like you know what he's perfect for the Redskins yeah. so fuck this why guy. not fuck just the have the enemy in yes. the, yeah he's the totally. Mike Pence yeah. to that organization exactly yeah. yeah. Right. No, I know it's true. It's like it's like it always hurts when like someone good is stuck in an organization mm. that's otherwise shitty. Right. And then he calls Kirk he called him Kirk Cousins yeah. on purpose. Yeah. Like those just yeah. he, he's such a I know. Oh, he's such I a know. D-bag. Like, that's why I was like thank God cousin that he got out of there. I know. I kind of I mean I do, I I wish I wish the the Vikings nothing but uh horrible future <laughs> for everything they've done to both Teddy Bridgewater. And my boy Case Keenum, <laughs> so fuck y'all. I fuck you. I fucking hope you burn. You get what you deserve. Burn but I do. Burn. I'm excited. Kirk Cousin got paid. Sure. Uh, I'm excited that Washington has no quarterback mm-hmm. and really no team. Uh, anyway, that's my football note. Chris, do you want to? Do you have anything for the end of this uh, fine podcast broadcast? I, you know what? I got, can we circle back to one thing on the NBA? I, w- I want to. Okay. Let's close on this. All right. I got. I, I want to ask you one question. NBA thoughts. One question. I'd love to hear a question. We've, you and I have been on the Simmons Rookie of the Year bandwagon. Yes. All, or most of the most There's of the no season. bandwagon, yes. Well, we've been leading the bandwagon. Okay. Our own bandwagon. Yes. But then Donovan Mitchell came along, and everyone starts making all these arguments. Sure. And then Simmons really the, a true rookie. Does he Red deserve shirt. to own this whole thing? Right. Blah, 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 blah. Would you be okay if Simmons and Mitchell were were named co-rookies of the year. I dude, I don't give a fuck about rookie of the year anymore. Okay. I Fine. honestly, my uh what would that even mean? I don't know, but I mean, was, I, we said this last year or la- last week like who who this. was who was the rookie of the year last week year? Who was it? Uh, can't tell me. Honestly, I can't. Exactly. And it doesn't matter. And, and, I agree and who with have you. and who have been the, who have been the rookies of the year like fucking Trey Burke like who uh Yeah, it means nothing. Michael Carter right. Williams, right? Like, I mean, if 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 one of these put Donovan Mitchell is dope, dope. Don't get me wrong. Yep. And if you want to say that if you're if you, if you are redshirted as the Sixers have done, and you don't get to be Rookie of the Year because of the season which you should have started, then then take it away. I I'll give you that argument. But pound for pound, better Rookie of the Year this year yep. was Ben Simmons. Sure. He was I agree. the better rookie this year. I agree with you. The 100%. same way that Joel Embiid was the better rookie last year. Yeah. I agree. But because you. he didn't play enough games, he wasn't considered rookie of the year. So what is it? Is it That's if they point. play no games? Like, if it's games played, give me right. that. If right. it's not games played, then don't give me that. Right. Right. That's that's my answer. That's, that's a great point, actually. And I've never heard anybody bring that up as a rebuttal for with Embiid in that sense. Um, Thank you. Right, and so that's a great point, and like, and I don't, and I don't care, but I just want people to shut up about this and stop talking about I it. I really don't think people give a shit about Rookie of the Year. They, well, the media seems to be all over it. Well, and Boston fans who like to chant "not not a rookie," yeah, to, which is so dumb. Guess Mitchell, what? Ta- your boy Tatum and his fucking. I gotta give this shout outs to Eric Alvarez. The Joe Dirt beard uh, is it's a crazy beard. It looks like Joe Dirt. Tatum, you fucking got trash beard. You got trash, <laughs> trash hairline. You're going to look Darren Williams in a couple years. Get the fucking chip off your shoulder. You can't hit fucking free throws down the stretch. Go fuck yourself. I'm glad you're not a sixer. Anyway, I'm out. That's it. What you got? <laughs> I, think, I think we should just leave it on Okay, that. play me some goddamn Let's music go. then. Wrong song. Oh, Chris no. can't be the music guy anymore. Oh, Want to try again? Man. Come on. Do, do this without fucking up. Hold on. Do a, do a gentle fade. Nope, wrong oh, song. See, see wrong song, up. Chris. Right, I'm gonna. Go. I'm gonna. Okay. Yeah, just let me do it from now on. So much smoother. Nope. So much smoother. Sexy. Oh, no.